welcome to What's My Age Again, a lifestyle podcast for those of us who are older than young. Hey, ladies. Hello. <laughs> good hello, morning. Hello. Oh. Yeah, good morning. Know, we're, we're usually in the evening, but. Yeah. yeah, we are not recording at standard time. Um, my husband and I went up to our camp up north to close up it to down. Camp. Up to camp. Um, yeah, it's October and it gets really, really cold up here. Um, so we close it up at the um, beginning of October every year. So I'm coming at you live from my mother-in-law's basement. <laughs> <laughs> That's not creepy at all. No. Uh, the infamous Phyllis is upstairs. It looks refinished. Phyllis. So that's good. Yeah. Um, I brought. I did bring like my selfie light to make sure that um, with the bomb lighting. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> A song for every occasion. Yeah. Oh man. So. Uh, this is episode six. I had a bunch of people asking me how many episodes we've done. Um, yeah, it's been six episodes, so so exciting. Um, let us jump into our crushes of the week. This will probably be a little bit of a shorter episode because, well, let's be honest, the last couple episodes have gone a little long. We had really, um, like very, very. Yeah, we were very invested in our last couple of topics, so <laughs> that is a thing for sure. Um, all right, so this week, I am going to go first because I can't wait. I'm so excited about this product. This <laughs> was a listener suggestion. I'm so excited that like somebody listens to our podcast and cared enough to be like, oh, you should try this product, and yeah. so I did. Um, so shout out to Heidi who listens to our podcast, she swears by this product called, it's a mouthful, Miss Mouths Messy Eater Stain Treater. <laughs> Say it 10 times fast, Sarah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so she says that she has one in her purse, one in her car, at her house, in the laundry room. Like she just has them everywhere. She swears by it. So I was like, all right, I'm going to get it. She sent me the link on Amazon. It was $14.99 for a two-pack of, like, the little small travel size bottles. And I took pictures, so I will post them on uh, the blog. And I'll po- post links to this because this is a miracle product. So my toddler loves blueberries. And what she loves more than eating them is wearing them. so at daycare when they do the blueberries for lunch they do the ones that are like previously frozen so they have like a little bit of like the syrup in them and so it stains her clothes like crazy so I tend to send her back to daycare in stained clothes because I never know when she's gonna have blueberries and I'm like I've ruined enough stuff (laughs) so the fruit is savage it'll just Stand up watermelon was my like Achilles when yeah. Gina was little. <laughs> oh yeah. It's hor- it, it's fruit is delicious, but it is no joke to get out of your clothes. So I had a sweatshirt of my daughter's that I super, super love, and I was so upset because it was covered in blueberry. So I took the sweatshirt, I sprayed the spray on it and let it sit. I didn't even rub it or anything. And literally before my eyes like as I was spraying other sections the stain was just disappearing 
Oh, that's so, so it must cool. break down organic matter, right? So like I, I was just thinking because the the level of child mess I'm at is mostly sports. So it's like, would that get dirt out from a baseball mound? Would that get yeah, so like grass dirt and stains, grass stains? Like dirt, is it organic grass stains, stuff? blood, like, grease, or blood, all the things? Good to know. Yeah. So awesome. I this product is also it was made for children, so it's children safe for their skin. Hmm. Um, so it like on the label, I didn't bring it with me. It's upstairs because we had to use it last night because um, my daughter <laughs> had strawberries and Mame wanted to do a load of laundry. So she was trying to use shout to stain treat the strawberries and like she was like washing it in the sink and nothing was happening. And so I I loved the product so much. I went back and I bought you know, like the little a box of the wipes. Oh, for nice. traveling and I bought a big bottle to keep in the laundry room so I can spray it before like doing laundry and then I have the two small bottles I gave one to my mom because she was like oh my gosh this is amazing and then I have another one that I I'm just keeping in my bag Ooh, um, I'm gonna grab some of that that's I'm gonna great. need it as well uh, seriously guys it's so amazing and this, the blueberry stains started disappearing like before my eyes the strawberry stains that the shout wasn't even touching before putting it in the wash were gone. Like she just sprayed it on wow. there and rubbed the material together and the strawberry stains came out. Um, the sweatshirt I then washed and dried and it was like a brand new sweatshirt. That's awesome. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I need so to get So I'm some a of huge that. fan of this. I'm now working on a grease stain um, for my husband. So I'll let you guys know how that comes out. Yeah, yeah, I'm very curious takes, on the grease. Yeah, me too, because um, I don't have children, but I am a slob. <laughs> <laughs> I, do, I do get a lot of food on my shirt, uh, on my shirts, on my clothes. It's a thing. Uh, so, yeah, yeah if, it, if it takes grease stains out, I'm, I'm all over it. Yeah, I you mean, know, like, ever... last night, Nyla grabbed a hold of my shirt with little chocolate fingers. Oh, boy. And I just used the wipe and got it all out. Right out. Stop. Yeah. I love Very it. nice. Is it limited to any specific materials? Do you know? I'm gonna have to look this up. Like, can you use it on leather to get like stains off know. shoes? I don't oh, know. Yeah. That's a good question. I didn't look at that um, just because I don't typically have a lot of that material at this stage in my you life. You don't have leather chaps. Yeah. Though? Come on. No. I mean, come on. Who doesn't? <laughs> no. Well, I'm at the stage where my son decided he's a sneakerhead and wants all the sneakers. So mm. I'm like, you're going to learn to take care of them. So he cleans them, but I don't really have anything specific for him. To I usually do like magic eraser on sneakers. That's what I do, but yeah. I've been told that's a big no-no. Oh, <laughs> whoops. That's what I've well, been doing. But. I was using soft scrub on my Vans, and I noticed that it, it it does a great job, but it was also kind of taking the dye out of, because I like yeah. bright colored Vans, and it would just kind of scrub out the, the dye in them. So they Ooh. ended up really dull, so. I could find something that would take because I feel like that would work great on bands because they're canvas yeah right mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah yeah and it does yeah it doesn't affect the color at all yeah that's great so cool. anyways yeah great so that's find. my that's yeah that's one. my um crush thank you, so listener. again thank you Heidi yay um uh, all right cool so uh, Jessica what you got so I was racking my brain I'm like what is something I'm like I haven't really got anything recently but something that I've been really using and appreciate is my AirTag. So I don't know if any of you have used AirTags. Yeah. Um, 
I, since moving into the townhouse I'm in, um, I wasn't able because I'm renting for the time being. I can't change my lock to a digital door code, which drives me absolutely insane. I'm like, ew, I have to use a key. It's been a long time since oh I've had God. to use a key. Yeah. I know, I sound so spoiled. <laughs> so spoiled. But it's been a very long time since I've had to take a key out of my purse. Like, even my car. It's just a proximity situation. So I was like, this is really, like, this is a lot on me. So, oh <laughs> so I got You're the air tag because now I have to keep track of a damn key. So, right, you can't just like drop it in the bottom of your purse and forget it. You're right. Yeah, and hope right, for right. the best. No, so I got it and it'll ding. So like if I set my keys down somewhere, which I do, um, just like my phone, I lose my phone daily. Mm -hmm. um, I can just ding it from my watch, which is awesome. So yeah. even if I lost my phone and my key, I have my watch. At least that's attached to me. I can ding it. It'll make a little ping sound and I can get it. I can look it up on my computer, my laptop. Um, it shows up in the Find My app for the yep. Apple devices. Is it just is um, it just an Apple product? It's an Apple product, but yeah. I believe you can use it with most. I don't even have it near me right now. I should find <laughs> it. <laughs> but um, so I got this keychain holder for it. Off yeah, of so we have we have it as well. We also have one on the dog. They we um, put it on That's her harness. Idea. Okay. I should do that with Georgie. I just need to get her chips. I've been really sitting on that. But um, in any case, I I also use it. This is so I am notorious for losing my car in a parking lot, which is terrible. My house keys and my car key are on separate uh, keychains. So what I do is I take the air tag and I leave it in my car. So I always know where my car is, but it's only there when I've been in it and have my key with me. So like mm. if I'm home, I take it out of the car. I take it in the house, obviously. But so it's kind of been serving double duty. It helps me find my keys in the house when I misplace them. And it helps me find my car when I misplace my car. So I've just, <laughs> it's like, it's become a great thing. And it works out so well. Like if I'm going out also, so say I go out at night, I leave my car in a parking lot. I Uber home like a responsible adult. I can make sure my car wasn't towed by checking its location. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> multifaceted i'm telling you great great ideas i love it it's also they're also apparently used for stalking people yeah i'm not stalking anyone currently so i can't speak to that but i feel like it would <laughs> oh be God, efficient so creepy <laughs> yeah so there's like a setting on your phone that if there's a new air tag near you it pops up and it says air tag detected near you um because oh. apparently and this could be urban legend um so obviously fact check us before you believe every word that we say on the internet. Um, <laughs> but girls were finding them taped to the underside of their bumper and their car. And cause people were like stalking them using an air tag. I've heard of that. That's I've heard of that. Crazy. Ugh. I've heard of people in relationships having that happen too, where a boyfriend or a I'm girlfriend sure. will put an air tag in the car. So yeah. they know where they're going or like toss it in the trunk or that's so whatever. Creepy. Isn't that creepy? I mean, if I mean, I do love my air tags. Don't get me wrong. Uh huh. Because I do. I feel like mommy brain, like our pregnancy brain, never left. Some days, um, I lose my keys. Yeah, I lose my phone. I make my coffee and forget it in the coffee pot, and then I microwave it, forget <laughs> it there, microwave it again. Maybe <laughs> after three microwaves, I get that first sip of coffee. Like, yeah. So I need an air tag for my coffee, and I need it to beep <laughs> every like minute to remind you like hey dumbass you made coffee go drink that shit 
You're being wasteful. Right? Oh, well, man. No, that's a good um, one. I do love that. I'm always misplacing things, and Kim is too. Kim, I, I, I dare say that she's uh, a little worse than I am with, like, misplacing her keys in her wallet. And it's just, like, in the morning, it's like, where's my keys? Where's my, where's my wallet? It's, like, that checklist. And I think that if we could just hit it, because you can locate that from your phone, right? It's not just yeah, a, yes. a watch. Okay. Yep, yeah. watch, phone, computer, it's, any device. It's the same connected. idea as when we had landline phones and you just like, when it became cordless and you could hit the base yeah. unit yeah. and it would beep your phone. It's the same yep. idea, right? Yep. yep. Cool. Yep. RIP, land-based. Right. <laughs> oh, uh, we got three of them in this, in Mamea's house. One in the basement. <laughs> I believe it. Two upstairs. She's yeah. prepared. <laughs> Yeah, she, she. No matter where she is, she can answer that phone. Um, no, uh, but they'll also get like the best cell service up here, so it makes sense that you got to kind of keep the landline. Um, I actually, I had a funny story about losing my keys the other day. I got up. I was trying to get out of the house to work, and for those of you who don't know, I get up at like five, and I'm out the door by like six, quarter to six. Couldn't find my keys anywhere. Finally, had to like go wake up Tom and be like, what, have you seen my keys? Mm -hmm. They were in his coat pocket. Ah, right. Would have never, be. never <laughs> found them there ever, Lord, ever. Oh, but goodness. anyways, oh, all right, Susie, what you got this week? Um, my crush of the week is a color changing candle. I found them. <laughs> no, I found it's them. So cool. It's so it cool. It is so cool. I'm like, you're laughing, but I think it's awesome. I um, went to look for it and couldn't find it. Uh, yeah, there were. I, I looked for it. I, yeah, I looked for it online at, at my at Michaels. Is where you got it, right? Michaels. Yep. So yeah. I popped. I popped into Michaels to find something for Kim to keep herself busy while she's home recovering, and I got her like this cute little book of origami, origami paper and. She's just mm. little origami things. Um, but of course, I had to browse all of the Halloween decor that's 50% off at Michael's right now. And I came across a bunch of these candles that are color changing. And I wasn't sure what that meant until I got home and lit it. And basically, the base of the candle lights it, it's like LED. And it, while it's lit, it, there's like a heat sensor. Or it's like infrared. I've read a couple of different things. I'm like, how does this work? It's just magic. <laughs> and I, and I kind of wanted to stay magic. in that little fairyland where I was like, oh, this is just magic. But it's not. It's science. Um, there's like a little... <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a fine line. It's, it's like a fine line. line. <laughs> I think it is a fine line. But in this case, it's like a heat-sensitive element that's along the wick. Um, oh, okay. That, uh, what you know, like I said, heat-sensitive, so... It, it was so pretty, on. though. It turns on and off. Yeah, it, so they pretty. are really fun. They're really magical. Um, there was, I got the one that has the moth on it. Yeah. And they all kind of look like x-rays. So it's like an x-ray yeah. of a moth, kind of. And then they have one that uh, looks like an x-ray of a chest cavity with a heart. And the other one is, I think, a skull was the other yeah, one I looked I at. Yeah, I saw a skull. But, yeah. I also saw a bat. Oh, yeah. I, I was looking I, online. Yeah. Those were not available where I went, the location that I went at. Um, yeah. Yeah. They're so fun. It's a great little so addition fun. to whatever altar or Halloween decorative corner you have in your house. It's just a little magical. I, I love like it. Yeah. yeah. So cute. 
Yeah, we both definitely like went to try to get it as soon as you yep. like, showed it to us. Yeah. Well, also, like I said, they were half off, so I think they were like seven dollars or something. Yeah. I, I'll tell you, I feel like Michael's is underrated. People don't even realize how great it is for decor. They think mm -hmm. just crafts, but it actually has killer holiday decoration. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And yeah. stuff that, they have so many things that are crafts that you end up using as decor, like these cute little wall hangings or. Yeah, like the macrame. Pumpkin. Yeah, 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 all kinds of stuff that you end up using as decor, but you get a little art project out of it too. So fun. Love it. Awesome. Yeah. Cool. Well, that's a, this is a fun um, uh, crush of the week. Very different products, but I'm here yeah, for like it. That. Um. All right, so today's episode is more of like a reaction piece. Um, we don't have like a very like in-depth topic, but it was just like something has happened to me multiple times and I just think it's so interesting and I was just going to like tell the ladies about it and kind of get get reactions. Um, I, I feel like this is an excellent episode for other people to share stories or share reactions. Um, so please reach out to us through the contact page on our website or on our socials. Um, or a lot of you guys just, um, text us directly if you're, um, personal friends. So here's what happened. What had happened was, um, I was on a trip and I was talking to this gentleman. Now he was older, retired gentleman and he asked me what do I do for a living I was like oh okay so I tell him in as much detail as I possibly can because um I do have a um a government contractor job and so there's a lot of like you know I just, you have to have clearance for some of this stuff but so here's what I told him I told him that uh I work for the navy and I used to work in shipbuilding. So I used to actually like work on board the ships. My job when I worked for the shipbuilder was um, finalizing and finishing off machinery spaces. Um, and so now what I do is if there's a change to the design of the ship, they have to put together a whole packet of information and they have to ask for more money because change costs money. So I work for the contracts department of the Navy and I review all that paperwork to make sure that it's all in order to make sure the drawings were updated according to the proposed change. I make sure that the cost was applied correctly and in accordance with the contractual documents and the negotiated rates. Um, I'll make sure that it's in sequence for the plan and makes sense. So I review a lot of technical documentation. I am not an engineer, but my job is engineering adjacent. Um, and then I send that report off to the contracts department of the Navy and they use that for their negotiations. So that's what I do for work. That's amazing. <laughs> in a nutshell, in a that's nutshell. all. <laughs> yeah. is, there, is, there is there a title to that? So yes, but it doesn't really match what I do. So my, my technical title is contracts and business analyst. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, that sounds less intense than what you actually do. Yeah. So like, I can't just say, oh, I'm a contracts and business analyst. Cause like that literally means nothing. Mm -hmm. um, so this guy looks at me <laughs> deadpan. He goes, 
And you're qualified to do that? <gasps> oh, no, he did not. <laughs> oh, sir. Oh, sir. I was like, <laughs> I can't. Yes. I'm sorry, my jaw hurts. It hit the floor. Did you so just hard. insult the Ooh. Navy by <laughs> suggesting that they hired somebody that couldn't do the job? Right. I'm like, like <laughs> I don't know. I was like, I, so there's several ways I could Sounds unpack American this. to me. <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> and like, I believe this guy is like a veteran. Um, I, and I think he was in the Navy. Um, and based off of his age, I'm sure there probably were not a lot of women in the military mm. at the time of his service. So I can kind of understand where maybe just based off of his age, it's a little shocking that a, a woman is in like an engineering technical like base job, but like it's 2023 guys. Right. Catch yeah. Up. Like this isn't new. Everyone should be adjusted. Yeah. I mean, we, we, we've been able to vote for quite a while now. So. <laughs> we can, yeah, we can drive cars. We can read. We can, have bank we can read. Bank we wear pants. Oh, shoot. Oh my goodness. Wild. We can live alone. Yeah. Oh my God. I, uh, live alone and thrive. Yeah. Right. So anyway, so it just like, it just shocked me because it's been a while since I've had a comment like that, but also not the first time. Yeah. Um, mm. uh, you know, like women are no longer just like secretaries. Right. Um, in fact, they're like you can't even say secretary anymore. It's now right. you can't. Um, no, it's like administrative professionals mm -hmm. or support specialists. the The military calls them support okay. specialists. Okay, that's cool. I like Things that. Yeah. I did not know. Yeah. 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 Um. <clears throat> so, anyways, it, it's it's just like like flight attendants, right? They're, they're not stewardesses anymore. Right. Right. And Massage therapists are not, no longer masseuse? No. Right. Thank you. No thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so right. anyway, and I even, just thought that even was really like, interesting. Even like food service, it's like either wait staff or food server. It's not. Or like a technician. They call them food tech, like technicians in some industries. Like, yeah. Yeah. Um, in the back. Well, in the I back feel stuff. like I've been under a rock. I didn't know about the waitress thing. Yeah. Yeah. Say that. Yeah. Yeah. Gosh. Yeah. I mean, when I'm referring to myself, I'll say when I, you know, when I was waitressing. But I think that's less well, accepted. Yeah. And I mean, some of it is also because, I mean, general colloquialisms, right? Like people, everyone knows what a waitress is. Um, right. I'm going to be honest with you. I think I've probably forgotten the word masseur or masseuse. Masseuse. <laughs> yeah. I, I yeah. just thought, I was like, it would never pop in my mind. I, I'd be like, oh yeah, I'm going to have body work done or I'm going right. to massage therapist. Like, mm -hmm. yeah. When people say masseuse, I, I always like cringe and I always have to like consider who's saying it. And like, you know, it's, yeah. it's different everywhere, but I think a lot of a lot of us prefer to be called either LMT, body worker, or massage therapist. Masseuse yeah. sounds like. I have to tell you, I had someone reach out to me. They will remain anonymous. And they said, what body work? They didn't know what it meant. They thought it was something along the lines of like an adult. Prostitution? <laughs> yes. Oh, like sex work? Sex work. I was right. like, no. No. I mean, sex I don't think she offers work. that. Body yeah. work yes. is 
working on the body. Right. But they had the never body. they had never heard the term That's body work before. Yeah. So they they reached out. They're like, I don't want to sound like insensitive or you know, like they were right. just they were just but, legitimately but, curious. Yeah. <laughs> like. <laughs> yes body that work. would be interesting if we do there. know any sex workers who'd be interested in joining this podcast Ooh, yeah. oh my god i'd love it i would, I would be it. here for it let yeah. me think about that do i know any dancers oh, let me... i mean just for like a guest host like yeah that would be so cool it would Get be really on cool. here mm-hmm. yeah anyway wow um how we yeah. went from a chick in a man's job to a <laughs> sex worker i don't know but i love it <laughs> Well, wait a minute. Notice, like, I know my mind when I thought sex worker went straight to a female, but there are male sex workers, too. So oh, yeah. Yes. Like, totally. I, I myself was typecasting right there, but there are male sex workers that, well, in fact, I, <laughs> I might have a connection. Um, he was a dancer in college. Like, I believe the type you call to your house. Oh, and, like worked with a group and we joked about starting because there's a specific city that tends to have a lot of bachelorette parties and we were discussing how lucrative it is for that line of work totally. yeah. and I was like let's start one I have always wanted to be a madam I would be great at it I feel like uh-huh. I'm very equal opportunity <laughs> yeah. I could see someone's like I could see how they could shine I could help them figure out are you the cowboy are you the construction worker let's figure this out like <laughs> I think so I think like the like the title of this episode we're calling it a chicken a man's job but at the end of the day it's like we live in a time where there like there are not really jobs or roles defined by your gender anymore no. um there are male nurses who you know oh, used yeah. to get a lot of crap like I remember that one episode of Friends when like Phoebe's having her baby and like Chandler and yes, then we're getting that, that male nurse a hard time and he's like he's like well it didn't seem so um uh it didn't seem so pansy when I was in Kuwait you know because he was like a <laughs> military like Boom. yeah so military nurse. um yeah so like yeah it's just so interesting to me that like there's still people out there that like typecast career based on gender mm-hmm. right well, when really it just comes down to qualification right yeah and uh, even in my industry my body work industry let's <laughs> uh, see think... that body work body work body 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 work <laughs> left hand right hand left hand right hand. <laughs> <laughs> well when you put it like that i guess it is confusing <laughs> identifying people uh that are in massage therapy definitely have a harder time Um, yeah they really do unless they're doing like sports really specific yeah sports massage or like really deep tissue or like rolfing things like that I think they if they're not presenting as like an aggressive type of body work then Mm -hmm. it, it you know if they're like more into Swedish and more into like the spiritual aspect of of you know massage right i think that they have a harder time gaining a clientele because people are just doing that thing where they're like well well and here's the thing aren't women supposed to do that job but Mm, but it's not even that i think i mean yes it is that but i also feel like and i and i we may have to cut this whole section out if this is overly offensive so don't tell me. <laughs> but 
we, we see people and we see what they are or what they do. And we assume that they are some form of predator. So yeah. I feel like a lot of like women are uncomfortable sometimes going to a male um, massage therapist because like you are in a state of undress and, uh, mm-hmm. and this guy has to touch your body. Totally. Um, I think that men also feel the same way because then they start to get a little bit like homophobic if they're a straight man and they don't want a man rubbing down their body. They'd prefer to have a woman doing it. Um, right. which we've now completely missed the point because we are taking body work back to sex work. You're not going to get a yeah. happy ending unless you're going to a very specific massage parlor. Mm-hmm. And that's what it is. You're going to a massage parlor, not a LMT, not like an actual like legit body work business. Um, and, and I think it's the same way. This is, this is the link that it drew in my head. And this is where I think I might go off the rails, but growing up, I had this really good friend. Um, and I went, I lived in a very small Christian community and had this really good friend that we all knew that her sexual orientation was lesbian. We knew it, but she was not out. And later on, after I went to college, I came home from college on break and she like, we got together and she sat me down to come out. Mm. And I was just, I I was like, not surprised by the information, but I was like, yeah, I know. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> I'm gl- I'm glad that you're telling me like thank you yeah. and yeah. she was so shocked that I had already suspected or knew she's like but mm. you let me have sleepovers at your house and we like slept in the oh, same bed sweetie pie I was yeah. like being a lesbian does not make you a sexual predator right right okay like so it was just this very weird thing that I think people do where they project their own insecurities they just automatically assume because you're not like them that you're deviant in some Mm -hmm. way shape or form and I don't know that's just the rabbit trail my brain went down like I said like if that was inappropriate to say I think I think think you spoke very well but something else to consider like social media media in general society paints these horrific pictures that put this in our head that everyone's a sexual deviant right. you know what right. i mean like that's 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 the culture we live in um with so much information in so many places you're constantly hearing about different assaults different things that happen mm-hmm. yeah. and naturally scare tactics are effective right mm-hmm. so then you yeah. can't help but have these things put into your head it, we've we've created our own very untrusting society yeah yeah Well, and I think that it's, you know, going back to massage and receiving massage from the opposite sex, like, especially for women receiving from a man, if they've had any trauma with men, if if a man has touched them aggressively in the past, I mean, it feels very unsafe to be so vulnerable to allow this person to touch you in a healing way. And, you know, it's vulnerable as a woman to be massaging men. I mean, I've had some really. (laughs) Some really bad experiences Mm. uh, with men on my table. And it's just it's um, it is a fine line because it is an intimate setting. It is Mm -hmm. it is um, 
vulnerability in play. And yeah. it's, it's, um, that line can be crossed so quickly. And whether yeah. it's somebody trying to be sexual or somebody being triggered yeah. by who's touching them, you know, it goes both ways. Um, yeah, it's, it, well, it's, a, it's a tricky thing. And like sure. being in the industry that I have worked in for the last like 10 plus years, um, you know, I have been surrounded by a lot of toxic masculinity, if you mm -hmm. can imagine. Um, but it's so funny that you say that because like there was this one story that people used to make fun of this guy all the time. And basically he had gone to have a massage. And when the massage therapist was ready for him to turn over onto his back, he needed a minute. Mm -hmm. And he, of course, like came back to work was like, is that normal to like get hard while someone is like massaging you? And like, mm -hmm. he's like, it was super weird and awkward, but like, she was really cute. And she was like touching on my leg, like upper thighs and like all this stuff. Right. And like, you know, he I would, had, I would moment. tell that person to get your shit together and go yeah. back some other time when you can keep your mind in the right place and your spirit in the right place and realize this is this is for this is for your circulation this is for right. your fascia this is for you know this is for your lymphatic system this is this is for relaxation this is to help you sleep this is for this is for um anxiety manage, management this isn't time for you to get touched by a pretty girl right and <laughs> i've heard a lot of guys who go to get pedicures say the same thing about like, well, you just get to go and have a cute young girl touch your feet. It's like, no, that's no, not what this is. That's not right. what that is. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's so cringe. This episode turns super cringe really fast. <laughs> oh, I feel, I feel like it needs another name now. <laughs> I know. Oh. Just uh, how about women in the workforce and what they have to deal with? <laughs> Well, I'll, or I'll it, could say be I, it could be gender bias and careers. Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. There we go. So no, but I worked in the same industry um, as Sarah for, gosh, seven years. Mm -hmm. um, and it's male-dominated industry, for sure. And I was one of maybe two women when I left the industry in my office. And it's you know, <clears throat> you're you're running late with some ship designs and you got to go tell the military they would send me in because nobody ever got mad at me. So I would mm. have to go in the meetings and be like, hi, everyone. Um, we're going to need more time. <laughs> you know, and it's like in that case, um, it was always, we'll send Jessica. Send Jessica. She'll yeah. tell them. You yeah. know, like it, mm. it was one of those things like the bearer of bad news flat out been told, well, she's pretty, so they won't be so mad. Mm. <laughs> I'm like, hmm, pretty privileged. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it comes in handy, doesn't it? Mm. I don't know. Mm. But yeah, it's, it's one of those things, I think, and it just, it still happens today. Yep. Still happens. Well, you know how I met other Jessica? Um, because she and I were both on this one contract, and we were both like manager levels on that contract. And so we would have to go to these management meetings. And so we show up to one of the first meetings. It's like a newer contract. And we're in a room of 60 people and we were the only two women. Yeah. Mm, so wow. common. So yeah. common. Well, that's and then on I top met. of that, we were both like women in our um, 
early 30s. So we were like, not just were we women, but we were like younger. Yeah. Um, and like we saw each other, we like locked eyes across the room and we were just like. It's like Hunger Games, <laughs> you wanna be like, do, 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 do. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm with you, sister, yeah. I'm with you. Um, no, but gosh, that was like, I think like seven years ago. And we've been like, we've been friends ever since. We even got pregnant yeah. at the same time. Like we were like soul sisters. <laughs> Uh, to the There's point where she, she works place. yeah so the company that she works for she still works in the defense industry just like i do um they had no idea how their maternity leave worked because she was the first woman at their company ever use Stop. it Stop. yeah oh. well yeah. i remember i remember when i was working at the same company that we yep. both mentioned yeah um and I had a friend who got, she was younger, got pregnant, had to breast, was breastfeeding. Oh, that's not. Pump, had yeah. to pump. They did not have a place for her nope. to pump. She had to go into the bathroom mm -hmm. to pump. And they put a chair in a stall, the handicap stall. Yep. For her. So I, unsanitary. Like, to, to be fair, it is, it has improved. This was a very long time ago. And from what I understand, they have since created a space with like a couch and it's like a living room essentially mm -hmm. for women because because there's more women in the industry now. But I recall how she would be so frustrated going in and out, in and out, and just being like, you know, does anyone else take their food to the bathroom? Right. You're asking mm -hmm. me to pump my child's food in a toilet. Yeah, and, and it's true. It was it was it was extremely inappropriate. But the building we were in was not set up. We did not have office space for it. We were nope. cramped as it was. Um, it was it was rough. And you know, I never had to go through it. But I commend the women that have. And just think mm -hmm. about those that went before us. Mm. Think oh, yeah, about right. that. Like there's there's a lot. But of course, back in the day, you have a child. You weren't like even when women went into the workforce, right? Um, once you had children, you were expected to be home with them. Not mm -hmm. everyone right. went back to work. So I, we're in a very different space and age. And I, I commend our sisters that did it before us. It was well, when, like, so for one of the other companies that I've worked for, same industry, but yeah, like there was a girl there who was pregnant. And um, after she gave birth, we did not have a nursing room. The only option was going to be the bathroom. And she didn't she didn't want to do that so she like rigged a curtain system in the back of her car and would just wow. go sit in her car a couple of times a day to pump and even like the company that I currently work for um you know by the time I got back to work I was done with um uh, breastfeeding and pumping so I didn't have to worry about it but I definitely like scoped it out and there's literally no offices in in my building everyone has a cubicle there is a conference room the walls are paper thin. So 100% you would hear the, the motor of the pump going. And then the only other option would be there's three bathroom stalls. So um, yeah, it, it's just, um, it's hard. It's uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, although it really they says have... something though, that these buildings were built for men to work in. Mm -hmm. These things were not even yeah. consideration. Mm -hmm. Right. Totally. I saw this quote. Um, and I thought I had saved a screenshot of it, but apparently I didn't because why not? Um, but it said something <laughs> to the effect of we are raising our daughters and preparing them to go to work in an industry that was created for our fathers. 
and this conversation about having facilities to, um, you know, pump, breastfeed, whatever it is that you need to do, um, <clears throat> is rings so true with that statement that, you know, it wasn't made for us to go to work. However, we live in an economy that most families cannot survive on a single income. That's right. So we have to work in a lot of cases. I read a, an, an article, I think it was like on MoneyWise or, or one of those like online um, uh, blogs or something like that that talks about it. And it talked about the fact that like um, our economy 100% needs the whole workforce. They need every eligible body out there working right now. And the whole like daycare crisis about like the cost of daycare and, and like daycare is closing because they can't afford to stay open. Um, a lot of them limped along through the pandemic because they got grant money and now that grant money is drying up. Um, I mean, I pay $285 a week for one child to go to daycare. Hmm. That's like a mortgage payment for most people. Right. It's insane. Yeah. And this concept of like, as women, we can have it all. We can have the marriage, we can have the child, we can have the career, we can have the hobbies. Um, as great as that like sounds when you're saying it, oh, we can have it all. Having it all is bullshit, dude. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, a heavy plate. It's a heavy I plate. I would love to focus on just like career. Right. I would love to focus just on being a mom. Mm -hmm. I would love to focus on just doing like my golfing or whatever hobby it is that like I want to do outside of like work. But thinking about you golfing makes me want to laugh. I didn't know you golf. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I do not. Um, no. Okay. This is just a for instance. This is just a for instance. Now for listen, instance. I mean, I, I love a good putt putt. And um, I like the I, outfits; they're super cute. Yeah, the skirts are adorbs. <laughs> um, I look great in plaid. Um, love drinking outside. Yes. Love drinking outside. I love that for me. Um, <laughs> I have gone to a driving range, and I took a golf lesson. Oh, okay. Look and believe it or not, I hit um, twenty-nine out of thirty balls. So I, yeah, I nice. did pretty well. Yeah, I did. So I did pretty good <laughs> and I got some distance. I just couldn't get it to go straight. So like there was Nobody this barn. Nobody likes it straight anyway. Right. There was a barn in the distance and I like hit this ball and it went like way over the barn, but it was like way out in like left field. Um, so I like, if I really wanted to, I feel like I could do this. Um, <laughs> I, believe I believe it. You could do anything mm -hmm. you want to put your mind. For sure. But also, but yeah, yeah I'm good. But I get what you're saying. Like, yes, women can have it all, right? Mm -hmm. But just a little bit of each thing. Right. And you lose something. Mm -hmm. um, so this is a great... Sleep. You lose part of yourself. I yeah. have a great analogy to this. We all have, like, a pitcher. Like, imagine a pitcher of water. Mm -hmm. And then everything you put energy into in your life is a different cup. So you have your cups lined up, whether that's relationship with your husband, your relationship with your child, relationship with your wife, your career, if you have your own business, if you have employees you have to invest in, relationships with friends, families, 
podcast that you might do on the side if you're writing mm-hmm. a book, you know, like your own personal sanity. These are all cups. Priorities are considered cups. You take your picture, you pour into each one, you decide how much you can put into each one, but none of them are going to be full. The more you have, mm-hmm. the less full each one is going to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's just one of those things like one of my mantras that I try so hard to like live is to be unbusy. It's very hard. Mm-hmm. But when you create an unbusy environment around you, you can focus on less cups, but you can pour more into it and then you feel more satisfied. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. But um, it's just one of those things like they expect like, the, you know, we're all like, oh, you can do it all. You can do this. You can do that. Our women are superheroes. But also, don't put too much pressure to do it all. Mm-hmm. That's something we have to remember to be kind to ourselves and to like focus on the most important cups. Yeah, yeah. Um, our friend Melinda, speaking of a chicken, a man's job. She's a carpenter, and she has a thriving business. She does incredible, incredible woodwork. Um, awesome. And she likes to call it white space. I think about it a lot. She calls it white mm. space in her calendar. Um, where she just like, it's blank. There's, there's nowhere to be, nowhere to go, no one to, no expectations. And she I makes like sure that. that she has white space in her calendar. I love that I re- because I, I see refer- white space and I immediately fill it with something. Yeah, oh, stop doing I that. I used to be the same way. <laughs> yeah. But then I started realizing it's a saying I use called oysters. Like my day is full of oysters. It, it kind of is a playoff of, like, the world is your oyster. You can mm-hmm. go do whatever you want in it. It's there for you to explore. Um, so I, like, in my mind specifically, time block out oyster time. Like, oh, that's cute. just go do whatever and be yeah. unbusy. And if it's, if it's just walking the dog, cool. Or if it's, you know, going and trying a new activity, cool. Like, it's just, it's good to plan because unfortunately we live in a world of planning yeah (laughs) it's good to plan nothing like specifically time block out time for nothing yep yeah I love that I love that all right well um like I said we wanted to keep this episode a little bit shorter and I think that's a really good like thought to end on is to like be mindful of your time and be kind to yourself and schedule time for your oyster, for your white noise, whatever you want to call it. But give yourself just time to decompress and do whatever it is that you need to do. Um, yeah, I love that. Yeah. So, All right, listeners. Well, thank you so much. Next week, we are um, kind of going back to our um, October domestic violence awareness themes uh lightly being like talking relationship talk it topics but we're talking about jealousy next week yeah um because i know i think like Susie and i have different definitions i think is what we had uncovered on one episode definitions or or just different experiences with jealousy yeah Yeah. so i'm excited to talk about that so we'll talk to you guys next week we'll talk about jealousy and until then I challenge all of our listeners to find a little uh, a little blank space on their calendar. Yeah. And we'd love to hear what you decided to do with it. Um, we all need ideas. So yeah. talk to us. Tell us. Also, do you have a job that you get typecasted based off your gender? 
um, identity in that job. Um, cause I know we, we can't be the only ones that that happens to. So, um, right into us, join the conversation. Yes. Bye. Be sure to follow us. Bye-bye. What's My Age Again is hosted by Sarah Doucette, Jessica Giancola, and Susie DeLoon. Editing by Tom Doucette. Our theme song is Lay Down by The Paul Houston Project. To reach out to us, learn more about us, listen to our episodes, and find links to the products we crush on, visit our website, www.whatsmyageagainpod.com. The products talked about in this podcast are independently selected by the hosts. We do not receive any commission from the purchase of these products. Like and subscribe wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts and tune in each week to join in on the conversation.